Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Match Ball. Hello there. Welcome to the show. This show is brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, brilliant law firm from Leeds who don't just do Leeds, they do Yorkshire, England, various parts of the world. Other bits of England. Plymouth. Yeah. They probably do. I don't yeah. know. No, absolutely. Yeah, if I you're in Plymouth so. and you want to use them, then do it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan Michael and Moscow here with a 10% discount on your legal fees. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Thank you to uh, to Levi's for their continued support. Um, another win on the board and we are back up into second place. Thoughts on that one then, gents? It's, it's becoming strange having just routine wins week to week, isn't it? So eight, on, eight on the bounce now. It's boring. Are you bored of it? Oh, I mean... We look like we might make it interesting in the second half. We went and scored. <laughs> Dan Baker just said exactly the same sort of thing. Getting a bit boring, all these wins yes. and clean sheets. It's not very leads at all. It wasn't as straightforward as it first appeared because the first 10 minutes, they basically didn't touch the ball. And it was like, oh, this is going to be Swansea again and we're going to be three or four up. But they came back into it and I think they played. They played well and contained some of our dangerous players fairly well. But then two of them scored anyway. We can be patronisingly respectful of Plymouth mm. now, can't we? Because they've been tough in every game. We've not had it all our own way. We couldn't beat them inside 90 minutes in the cup. Um, and, you know, scrappy little side, done really well against us. Very impressed. But then we've, you know... Great bunch points. of lads. Very well-run club. Yeah, the the Warnockness just kind of really runs through them. But, um, but yeah, they have. But if you leave aside the, the patronising parts of it they have been a bit annoying mm. they just they seem like a, a fairly a fairly stable mid-table championship team don't they like well they just they just seem like fairly well organized if lacking a, a little bit of quality which is probably actually uh to their credit given that the manager walked out mm. to go to of all places stoke and there's mm. almost like i'd have stayed at plymouth yeah i think i would too. you know what happens at stoke you just stoke just stays being stoke <laughs> Um, and you don't go anywhere. Whereas Plymouth, you've got a bit. It's a bit more interesting, isn't it? Yeah, got the sea there. A bit more niche. Some ships. Stoke yeah. still got a bit of. They've got a bit of residual Premier League money kicking around, probably. And they're they owned can't. by. They're owned by. They're owned by Bet Three Six Five people, though, aren't they? So they sort of have money, so they can probably pay him like double what he was on at Plymouth. But what do they ever do with it? Pay him off in six months' time. Yeah. They've decided they want another different manager who might be better. We Basically. are um, we're live on YouTube to our TSB Plus members as well. Thank you for joining us, Lucas Gibson. Hello, saying um, ninety years since we last won eight league games in a row. That season we came second and won promotion to the top division. 
Would you Bloody accept hell. that again? Yes. Yeah? You up for that? Yeah, I want the title as well. Yeah. You want us to overtake Leicester? Yeah. Can happen. Could happen. It's I mean, impossible. If we, we win, we won every single game. If we win every single game between now and the end of the season, that will see us up, won't it? There's a chance we will get top spot. Mm. But I mean, we probably won't, will we? No. But you know. But this is fine. It's been, um, yeah, a, a weird game. I, I felt like actually no one played anything like as well as they can throughout the team. No one was, everyone was about seven out of 10. Everyone was just about fine. But like, actually, it's weirdly, considering he got a goal and an assist, I thought they contained Rutter better than most teams have this season. And Somerville had that one where he cut inside and shot. But this, again, he was limited for the most part. But we just sort of wore him down in the end. And, yeah. and the goals themselves were, well, the first one was ridiculous. It was just a, a massive smack up into the air, which aimed at Willie Nonto, which yeah. you would think would be a, a surefire way of losing the ball. But it was, <laughs> yeah. in that, it was in that much space, he was able to just knock you around the defender. I did remark in that second half, didn't I, to you both, and just said, the goals actually, both of them were surprisingly basic in how they were made up, given how well we've been playing at times. Like that first one, as you say, was just a, a rugby style up and under. That first touch from Willie absolutely killed the defender, which was fantastic, wasn't it? And just rolled it in. Yeah, Don Goodman was being a bit, a bit, a bit of a dick about it. I thought because it was a really, no. it was a really, really good first touch. And he's, oh, it's just schoolboy defending. It's like, well, yeah, but that touch is. It'd be like saying, we wouldn't have said that to Colin Hendry, would he? As Gaza like flipped the ball over him, say, oh, it's just schoolboy the way he's, he's lunged in there. Like it, it, most other players in the league wouldn't have been able to take that touch. I think what you're doing is you're overlooking the fact that Don Goodman's a bit of a fuckwit. Mm. His failure to understand what had happened with the Dan James late free kick as well. Like, I mean, I don't know, that's not a penalty. It's like because the foul that happened in the box wasn't a penalty because Dan James was detonated from <laughs> he stood at a, he stood at a very small landmine and ended up flown into the air. But there wasn't a foul there. Otherwise, there was a foul on the edge of the box. But yeah. anyway, it was at uh, 25 minutes in that Don Goodman did say, and I quote: uh, "Leads are smothering them literally. Literally, we were walking round that pitch with pillows in our hands." Placing them on the faces of the Plymouth players until you just, they... You didn't see what was going on on the bench. Right. Fark was sat on a man. Really? Yeah, yeah. Pillow on his face, yep. smothered him. Yep. Wow. With his big coat, he was smothering him. Literally. Literally smothering Literally him. smothering him. Wow. Um, yeah, and the second goal, Jorginho's uh, lead salute there in the celebration, which has captured my heart in a way that I'm sure you understand. Um, it involved, are we calling that double megs on the way through? We put it through the defender's legs and the keeper's legs? Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, two nil. He just he just kicked it up to the good man who was up front at that point, and then he just kicked it into the net. Not the Don Goodman. Not the good. No, a better man. I mean, Don Goodman said on that on that goal. Don Goodman was saying that's oh, the worst possible place for the goalkeeper. So well, he's straight at him. So yeah, probably not the worst just, place. Sometimes you just get unlucky. Um, and we saw a little bit of swapping of Piro and Ruta around in that game. Um, Sam Taylor in the comments suggesting it was an absolute masterstroke from Farker. Unbelievable astute. Mm. Everyone was saying it was the stupidest way to play earlier in the season. Everybody hated us doing that. And then I think when it win when it works though, Moscow, it's good. When it doesn't work, it's bad. And there's nothing in between. Yeah, there's a few aspects to wonder about as to why we weren't quite on it today. With could it be all the travel? Is everybody a bit tired? Are we just sick of being in Plymouth all the time in ways that uh, Stephen Schumacher was that he preferred Stoke, um, or the the lack of a, a Bamford up front. Um, against a team that weren't standing on halfway asleep like Swansea were, meant we weren't. We were back to that problem uh, that it seems like he was helping us to solve of how we get through um, a packed Plymouth-esque defence. So um, starting with Piru at nine and Ruter behind him, we got the goal. I think uh, Ruter's vision 
shouldn't be underrated for seeing Nyonto all the way over there and going like, right, if I just put a ball over there at this with this sort of um, pace and height on it, then he's got a good chance of getting there. Um, then swap it round when uh, Plymouth are getting back on top. Piru gives us something more um, in midfield than Rutter was. And um, his through ball to Rutter for the second was brilliant. Yeah. Precision. I, precision yeah. through ball. It's a, it's a, he's a bit of an enigma, Piru, because he doesn't get involved in the game as much and he's not always on the ball and you think, well, he's not really a 10, he's not really creative. But then, you know, you if you squint, that was Pablo, like just knocking the ball between his feet and then waiting for the right moment to slide it into um, Rutter's possession and then he took it around the, the last defender and scored. Um, and he's like, oh, well, if you could do that all the time, then it'd be great and Rutter could just play up front. It was Piro to Rutter in the first half as well when Rutter hit the post. It was, yeah. def- it was deflected, but that was another... Piro again did well. He, he got a little bit of luck, I think, but then he picked the ball up again quickly and played it. And on the goal, actually, St. Somerville had a bit of a the quiet day by his standards. He distracts the defender enough as well that Rutter can cut inside because he's he's going down the outside of, of the defender, so he's he's kind of caught in two minds as to whether or not he needs to close the ball or Somerville, and then or the space legs. is just about there for him. Somerville was on good leg-opening duty, I mm. feel. I think that's why there was the path... Uh, between angles was open for the double megs was because they had to keep their legs open in case some of them um, did something. Just some um, concerned people in the comments on the YouTube stream. Uh, House of Stouts is asking, what are you drinking? Is it Bovril Red Zone? This, um, it's Vimto. The the squash version of Vimto. The squash version, yeah, and not the standard one. The, um, what is it? Uh, you might have to, we do have a number of Americans raspberry, on the, orange uh, and passion fruit so we have to first of all explain what squash is to Americans and also what Vimto is probably it's, you, it's really concentrated and you add water to it yep there you go it's it tastes of fruity chemicals <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to taste of uh, uh, orange and passion fruit and raspberry did it's, I not, it's not artist on pink lemonade as uh, Donna was uh, asking no no it's, it's, it's actually the stuff that my kids re- rejected they didn't like it right. so it's ended up in there also coming to find in front of you on the desk is a, a an apple core in a glass with a spoon. I don't know if it's some kind of <laughs> aborted attempt to make homemade cider going on, but... Well, that's how I always eat them. You put your apple in your glass, then you get attack it with a teaspoon. It's obvious. Yes. <laughs> it's the easiest way to chop an apple, isn't it? That with yeah, a exactly. teaspoon. Yeah, I always find. Just scoop it out. Um... Dan Sogden, back to those comments, saying that's how you get promoted right there. Weather the storm, take the shit, brush it off and score a winner. Beautiful. Hi, boys. Especially after the last couple of weeks. where Because this period of how are we Mm going to cope, flying back and forth to um, John O'Groats all the time, and then turns out we'll just win every game. That makes, I'm sure that makes the trips, I bet that would be a party plane on the way back. Like a flight back from Vegas. Yeah. Or to Vegas. Because uh, you come back from Vegas very it, tired, I suspect. It might have been part of Farker's promise to them all. It's like, if you just, if you win all these games, then that last flight back, Venga plane. The Venga plane. The Venga plane is coming? Yeah. Good slice, stuff. A slice of cake, man. Yeah. Um, Rich, uh, Richard, sorry, is saying that there was unbelievable stress at times in that game. I didn't I didn't feel particularly stressed. I don't know, because we're in that winning pattern, that winning habit, that winning groove now. Groove. The, the stress was definitely building, but then we scored again. Yeah. And after that, it was fine. Because he didn't feel like they probably had two goals in him, whereas I felt they could get one from a corner or just you know that there was the one they didn't really have any chance, did they? The one that felt the closest was probably the one where it was flashed across the box and someone didn't quite get their foot to it. A bloke, a bloke, a Plymouth man didn't mm-hmm. quite get his foot to it. 
But other than that, I mean, the Melier made that late save from a free kick, but it was one you'd expect him to make, wasn't it? We were tuning a lot by then. I think the stress sort of came from the, the fear that we might sleepwalk our way out of a win, having not got the seven goals in the first 10 minutes that we could have mm-hmm. with the dominance. So that was the risk is like if we slip back into old habits and there's no Bamford in there and tiredness sneaks up. I, I wonder if that's been part of the um, the plan with Varker as well. He's wanted more efficiency and he's he stopped saying brutality, but I don't know if he's happy about the brutality in the box at the moment. So he's doesn't need to worry about how brutal we are. But it's a factor with all the travel and the tiredness is like we'll get the games won in the first half and that is one way that we can conserve our energy and it's one thing that compared to uh, the last couple of games that we didn't manage today. And that's the other side is it's not just been the... Because the travelling to Plymouth, I always, you know, we need to be careful about mentioning it too much because they have to do it all the time. But then that's their choice. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have to hold their football club there. They could move it to somewhere more convenient they, you oh, another one in Milton Keynes. So yeah. they like that. That's they, nice and central. They deal with it. But, you know, so they, they do all the time. <laughs> but the um, the the added thing is, it's kind of what I was saying before, is that Plymouth haven't made those games easy for us um, at all. And that has been unwelcome, but we've dealt with it. So not only were they a long way away, but they're quite difficult to play against. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think as well, the, the, the thing in the second half was, it was a bit reminiscent of the game at Ellen Road as well, where we were the better team but we didn't get a number of people have said that yeah we we said we didn't get enough ahead and then they scored and by the time they score you almost think well it's maybe fair enough now you've got to say it it is to their credit and we can afford to say that now and be slightly patronising about it can't we yes I like I like teams that um, you know allow us to win yeah (laughs) they've not allowed us to win though that's the thing Swansea showed Swansea allowed us to win it felt like if you're looking at games in the past week when you've you've turned up and you've got an early lead and well they certainly played to our, and so you just going out yeah. fine what's the point we'll just worry about the next game whereas yeah. it felt like Plymouth were were very much interested in this as a, as a contest right to the end selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Janna's gaffer. Ian Foster has said, we've limited an unbelievable team in this division to two shots on target. I oh, thought we were too, too passive. passive, Moscow, too passive. Too passive in the first 20 minutes. What's the Janners? It's what people from Plymouth like to be called. Why? I feel like you'd have a... I, I feel like I'm remembering when you explained why Charlton were called the Addicts. It was about... <laughs> not to do with... Addict and Chips. Not to do with Addict and Chips. It's um, a cousin of Jan. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. They're all Jan's cousins. Um... I was just going to go back to the uh, the first goal that Willie scored. Now, if you rewind to when Allardyce was here and he wouldn't play Georgie Ruta because he thought he was just, I don't know, lacking confidence, not a footballer, whatever it might be, that first goal, that up and under from Georgie, booting it high into the air, Allardyce would have been rubbing his sweaty thighs back at home going, ah, oh, finally, he's, he's doing what I want him to. Yeah, it needed a big man underneath it though. Going to be doing big, big balls forward to Willie Nonto, yeah. Yeah, it's not a well. Actually, if he was still here, I don't, I don't know why we're going down this particular thought experiment. But um, it would be uh, Allardyce's big project would be turning Nonto into a new Kevin Davies, right? Because he was, I, th- I always had in my mind Kevin Davies was short, but he actually turned out to be about six foot one. But he got that build, doesn't he? And mm. he would just be. Um, I don't think he was ever particularly good in the air until that wasn't his game until Allardyce got hold of him and turned him in. And then he would be trying to encourage Melier into a bowl cut. You say that's how Yussi Eskalainen used to get all his powers. Um, it's a bit like actually thinking of. Um, I've got some Janus chap. Just I'll park that for a second. I'll just okay. close that thought off. Um, Dan's just saying, as someone from Plymouth, no one really knows why we're called Janus. Just weird West Country shit. But then TJ has popped up. Flames in the chat here. Flames in the chat. Um, a janner is a farmer source I grew up there well this I've been googling this too it says um, the definition of janner is described as a person from Devon Devon deriving from cousin Jan the yeah. Devon form of John yeah what is it because they're all, all cousins <laughs> is it <laughs> is that, uh, that's something that it's a uh, weird a weird flex as you might say TJ and uh, Dan can discuss in the, they might turn out that they're brothers maybe mm. so let us know all of us or both yeah, this is bullshit, isn't it? Just say no about about Kevin Davis. Sorry, go on. It made me think of um, the weird trajectory that he scored a really good goal for Chesterfield, where he looked like a tricky winger, and then he was reinvented mm. as a big, burly centre forward. It reminded me a bit of Archie's dad. Uh, yes, <laughs> the great trajectory where he left Leeds a tricky young winger, came back a big burly centre forward. Got yeah. fully worn out, mm. didn't he? Uh, Foster was being uh, very reasonable about Leeds, and sort of saying this. Glad to see the back. Is he going us. to Gloucester? Uh, no, that's his dad, the doctor, I believe. Um, but he's saying uh, Georgie's pass for Willie's goal was an aimless high kick. I thought it was a precision through ball. What about you? I mean, it was in the right direction. He looked up. He looked in that direction. Mm, I mean, it's on. It's a weird trajectory to put on a a pass. But sometimes you've got to arc it, haven't you, in order to get, you know to clear the defenders? Is that what why, you, why have you got a grin on your face? It was a hell of an arc. Is all I'm saying. It went really, really high. Is it as good as his story arc? Um, it's it was higher. I would say right. Yeah, he's saying that we're ruthless, apparently. Comments are suggesting. Glad, glad to see that. It must be annoying to have played as this much and not really got anything from it. If he's bought, you know, we'd have some sympathy. If he's really said that was aimless, he can get fucked. 
aimless. I think he's fair. Rutt has quite clearly seen <laughs> Nyonto standing on the side of the pitch in loads of space. The yeah. aim was to give it to our really good winger in all the space that his shit-talk team had just like wandered off and left him alone in. Oh, <laughs> oh that guy who scored four goals in four games. Why don't we just leave him in loads of space and we'll just like give the ball to their really good player or oh, he'll never... And it, what a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flab... I'm my, my flabber is fully gasted if he really thinks it was uh, um, aimless. Apparently he said that on Sky. It's Well... It wasn't aimless. It, it, it was it, aimed towards Wolf Nyonto. Yeah, that I was mean, the aim. He did kick it in that direction. He kicked it in the right direction for where our player was. It's stood. not like Rutz has looked over there and gone, oh, well, there's no Leeds players there. Boom. I think he's, he's a, gone there. Uh, he's a bald fraud. I feel like we should maybe yeah. cut him some slack because it's taken three games in quick succession to us to remember his name. So uh, I, think, I think for a while we kept going to Plymouth. No, I will never forget it's not, it. Not Schumacher. The yeah. other guy. I mean, the comments now reflecting it. Gary's saying, crazy legs, Defo looked before the punt. Yeah. Um, Lee following up by saying, it, his ball had to be played like that. The apex of the ball as he played it gave him no option but to play it like that. Correct. I mean, Ruta yeah. is, if there's anyone who's going to think I could put this ball 100 metres into the air and still make a good pass, it probably is Ruta because we've discussed before what a ridiculously unconventional man he is yeah. in everything he does. So he might, he probably meant that and he probably meant to double Megs the, the goal as well. Yeah, and Nianto's, uh touch as well, there seemed to be some argument at half-time on Sky about whether he meant to Burkamp it around the defender yes, he with did. his first touch. Well, I'm not sure he well, did. Well, he did it, didn't he? I mean, like, but what he just... meant to do was bring the ball under control so that he could try to score and he did that and it worked. So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of you the the intention is not always um one hundred percent one to one match with the result you eighty percent intention can take you all the way to the finish. So Rutter is not thinking that far ahead that if I oh, if I play this over there it'll land exactly on Nyonto's feet and then he'll do this and this. He's like, he's got loads of space. If I put the ball into loads of space, how do I get the ball into loads of space? Like this. And the other side to this is anybody who's even played bloody five a side or football at any level whatsoever, you know that you kind of you you do stuff instinctively, don't you? You don't think things through from start to finish to conclusion. So if your instincts are good, they will normally pay off. And that's exactly what happened there. I would go and give Ian Foster a piece of my mind, but it's a fucking long way, isn't it? Yeah. Game to you could get him to drive back up, give him a piece of your mind and send him on his way again. That's all he deserves. Uh, what else have we got then? Um from the notes yeah Plymouth fans being annoyed at the ref I noted down early um, in the second half that was a growing trend throughout the game and they were singing you're not fit to referee I would say this because we won and it seemed like he pulled them up for a lot of the fouls that they were doing on us but I thought the ref had a pretty good game he's been one of the better ones in recent weeks yeah I thought for the most part the fouls were given were fouls yeah when he refed us against Norwich I think he got 3 out of 10 on the TSB plus ratings which is pretty good Mm. actually so He's one of the division's uh, better specimens. Um, yeah, I think they were just, you know, just desperate for anything so they could try and... Um, it's a hostile home park crowd trying to turn the referee their way. And if anything, he was, he was a little bit lenient early on. There were a couple of potential yellows that they could have got. The Chaco on Furpa after about three minutes was definitely a yellow. The ball had he yeah. crossed it. The ball's in the box by the time the tackle actually got there. So he was a bit lenient there. I but. quite enjoyed uh, Joe Roden pushing that guy on the ground as well. That's pretty good. He did yes. looking for that. Yeah, Leslie's pointing out that Ampadu was fouled by the ref, so he should have given himself a yellow. I thought that's what happened when he um, was hopping around at the corner, that the um, the referee had trodden on him. But I couldn't quite, I'd not quite seen it happen, but I couldn't see who else had done it. That's brilliant. All right, so um, I'd actually give the ref another, like mark him up 
for trampling on. Well, why do I, why do I like these? I need to unpick this part of my um, self. Why do I <laughs> like the fact that the referee has trodden on Ethan Ampadu? That's a weird thing to like. Anyway, it happened. <laughs> it's disruptive, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's just funny. That was the corner where Willie Nonto was uh, employed as Melier's minder, wasn't it? There were yeah. two two big brutes trying to press him, and he was in the middle of there, just shoving away, shoving at the pelvises from mm. his from his meager height. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Melier actually, because I thought he had a good game today and punched at the right moments, caught at the right moment. There's that sequence in the second half where I think he he punched the first corner clear, and then the second one he just got up there. And I thought <gasps> I kind of took half a second of uh, mm. breath and thought he'd stepped too far one way, but then he just reached his long arms up and caught the thing um, right when we needed it. Yeah, it was. there was one bit where I shit my pants where he was playing it out and he would, I think it was Rodon and moved to the left and he was he went to play it with his left to Rodon, defender cut it off, well, attacker, and then he, but then he went the other way and played it with his right foot, but it was pretty close to the their player again and you know, he's like, fuck's sake. I'm, gl- I'm glad the lads have got the confidence to do this because it's a sign of a team that's not playing with any fear. yeah. Fear's all mine, I suppose. Mm. A goalkeeper like threading the needle with his wrong foot when you've had to watch John Lukic in the past. Um, it's, it is a stressful business, but it, it was fine when it did. There was the one bit where he came for a, the ball and the striker got there first and I said a Premier League striker would manage to engineer that into a penalty because he'd just jump over the keeper as he comes out. But to Drag a leg into his head or something. Yeah, yeah. That honest Janna yep. um, just played on, tried to actually score a goal, but never mind. Do you think the subs? Because I was uh, I was thinking just as we headed into the spell, because they did that period in the second half, and they where they come out like in the first part of the second half and just caused us a few problems without causing us any really clear cut problems. You, like you said, there was just that little bit of that little head of steam building, and then I was sort of I got to about 60, 65 and I thought he's not gonna do, but it really feels like he could do be changing something now. And then lo and behold, you go and score. Was it seventy two minutes? I think we scored the second to make it two 0 So what do I know? I thought Dan James had missed his defensive zoomies, as someone once phrased it on the, the match ball feedback. 82 minutes, there was one of those where he just appears from nowhere and tidies up at fullback. Mm. He was good at that. He did change things because he swapped uh, Iru and Rutter around so they were, you know, changed things without a sub. Um, is a pretty good way of doing it because then you still got five subs left. Um, and yeah, so it was more a case of just waiting until we got the game won, which... Um, probably makes sense because the first 11 is our best first 11. So um, I didn't really mind that he didn't change it. Oh, that's reminded uh, me of in that. In terms of substitutions. What you just said there reminded me of the, the bookmark that I've got. I think of that uh, it was a Plymouth fan of the back of the cup mm. game. But, well, yeah. no, because to be One fair... One thing is for certain, our full 11 beat yeah. Leeds at home in the league. But I feel like quote tweeting it with a narrator's voice there. However, they were missing the crucial midfielders, weren't these? What you can for say. For sure, and JB couldn't play, yeah. could they? So for sure's... A hamstring injury, which is unfortunate. Hard to believe, isn't it, that he's injured? Oh, be nice. Come on. He's a <laughs> he's a he's a legend of promotion. No, he, he is, but he's also been he was also injured for the majority of the time he was at Leeds. Yeah, with horrific I know, I know, but you I'm know, saying you can't constantly be constantly under the knife. If you, buy being, Adam, if you buy Adam for sure, you can't be surprised that he's oh, not available. I'll injure you for three years and see how you like <laughs> it. And then uh, JB's ineligible. Yeah. I'll Good. make you ineligible in a minute. Okay. How are we gonna do <laughs> I'm interested to see how it turns out. There's people just uh, responding to that tweet from earlier on, just going, hi, and putting love hearts. Afternoon, mate, stuff like that underneath his, uh, his tweet. I'm not going to co- cause a pile on it. It'd be mean to do that. But rest assured, I've bookmarked it, and that's all that counts. Point scoring on the internet, very, very important. Yeah, they'll see that bookmark, and they'll be, all, <laughs> oh, they'll feel 
They'll feel annoyed, won't they? <laughs> Grr. Mm. Uh, what else do we need to talk about then? I was mentioning the subs. Did we do what other subs did we make? So DJ I thought was the one that I, I really wanted to um to see happen and it did happen after we were two 0 up. Roberts came on and chucked it really far down the line. Yeah, yeah. you noticed that, didn't you? Good at throwing. Some rigorous analysis of the substitutes as the highlight of the game, but, but Macho Joseph didn't give away a free kick, so mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. We're dealing with all the important aspects. Missed a good opportunity as well, did Joseph, in injury time. Right. Was, the ball was dropping on their defender's head mm. and I thought he could just fucking... He could have really He could, he could have just break his ribs here, but he decided just not to. Keep the record going. Yeah, it was a shame. Um, and then, yeah, in injury time, Dan James with the foul, which wasn't, as we were saying, it, it wasn't a penalty, was it? No. And But he hit the bar. And I did. I, did, I have to apologise to Dan James because I said, which row of the stand is this going to end up in? If anyone and, in the comments can um, say when we last scored a free kick, I'd be interested to know because I don't think it was last season and it's not this season. Um, so. you, you said it was, what was it again? I was joking about it was Pablo, Pablo Burton. Burton. Yeah. John that, Sheridan. That's the last one I remember. John Sheridan, 1987. John Sheridan. I think it was that one. <laughs> it has been one since then, but it, um, it does feel like quite a long time ago. Mm. Um, anything else to add then? Man of the match, maybe? Like they say, hard to, hard to pick one today. Everybody was fine, but mm. steady, but not spectacular. But yeah, there were a few, who'd you go for? You'd, you'd probably picking on people who were a little undercooked because there was a few players that were not quite um, as good as we have been we looked tired I think like not horrendously so but just that little bit of like lack of sparkle made it more of a I'm actually quite pleased in a way because this game being played at a little bit like I don't know taking pleasure in Ampup do getting trod on by a referee but this game I guess it's not good for the people who travelled all the way down there but when Sky move a game and then have to spend most of the game going like oh it's exciting, isn't it? Oh, this is a game for the ages and it's like Leeds just beating Plymouth 2-0. Fairly standard championship fair. I suppose if you did go, you get to have like, you've got a free afternoon the rest of the day. But we, um, Weaver, loves his, uh, Weaver loves his hyperbole, the commentator, doesn't he? Yeah, but having to hype up, it's like when they, you know, they put on Huddersfield, Neil Sheffield, Wednesday, Neil on a Friday night. Like, Nowhere else you'd rather be! <laughs> uh, even though, yes, there are a lot of empty seats in the ground. Yeah. Many people have chosen not to be here, but yeah. it's they're both, good that we're putting it on. Both clubs are actively yeah. protesting their owners. It Everyone's be unhappy. A, should be a, a protest. The more egregious the movement of the fixture, um, the worse the performance that the two teams should put in just out of spite. Um, but a uh, player of the match, uh, <sighs> Yeah, yeah, it's been given to Nonto statistically by uh, Fotmob. Sky gave it to Ruter, didn't they? Right. Goal yeah. with an assist. I guess. Yeah. But I felt, I feel like, like I said, I don't think anyone played anything like as well as they can or have done. Yeah, I mean, stats-wise, they've all, they've all basically fallen between about seven and eight with Piro hitting eight, Ruter 8.2, Nonto 8.3. Um, the only one to fall below seven was Somerville, but um, that's only from a statistical point of view. For whatever reason, the algorithm I don't think likes him. Because he tends to he tends to pick it up and run with it quite a lot, which will inevitably mean laying. the algorithm's laying means he'll he'll often lose the ball. Yeah, fair um, enough. Which uh, mean, which I, th- I suspect marks him down from a numbers. Uh, Rodon wasn't quite as good as he's been. He had a couple of slightly iffy moments where he gave it away or went for stuff and missed it a bit. But it's always with the context of absolutely no arguments. It's like it's fine, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. We, it never particularly led to a chance I don't think either so you, you get away with it Furpo as well today had a few defensively quite iffy moments I thought mm. where he, Wait, there was a moment where he laughed wasn't there where he, just, was... he completely fell asleep and let someone run behind him off yeah. a free kick and there was there was one or two bits but he kind of gets away with it he got back though. there was one where he, he got caught upfield and um, it made me think of Jed Spence at Blackburn when he got the post-match lecture because Furpo did exactly what Jed Spence didn't do when he came on at left back in that game which was um, completely disappear 
upfield. I think he was trying to press them at a throw-in or something. But then by the time, um, I think it was Ampadu was sorting things out by the corner flag, Fopo was long since back with him going, oh no, it's all right, I'm here now. So he did turn up. Farkas made a good point that um, we are, no team was able to travel away from here with three points since October. Mm. Facts. Right. Spitting facts again, You can it? get your home and away table out next week anyway. Shall I do it now? Because I've got it ready. No, it's fine. Come on, I'll let me it's do it fine. now. And you can sing um, the theme tunes home and away if you want, but that's right. it. Well, the um, the three o'clock kickoffs have, as we uh, are speaking at this very moment, just kicked off. You know we belong together. Um, so I'm going to say to you right now that we are now third in the away table, which ain't bad, is it? Good. So 29 points, 32 for Southampton, 38 for Leicester above us. We were saying, I think we're, we're pretty much, 70 points normally pretty much guarantees your playoffs, doesn't it? Mm. We're, we're there now, more or less. So we are. That's good. Yeah. Should we stop winning? We've yeah. got what we want, haven't we, if we're in the playoffs? Good enough. Well, we are 21 points clear or thereabouts uh, as these games kick off of um, seventh place. So it, it feels like the playoffs are almost definitely I feel secure in the playoffs. Happening. Are you looking forward to that? Um, I'd rather avoid it. Should we, just, yeah. should we just keep winning? Or keep losing. One way or another, we need to not be in them. It would have so. helped if last night Corbran hadn't mm. thrown it in at against Southampton, having caught it while it was still on the pitch. Actually, kicked it with his foot, didn't he? But um, it was all the places we didn't want him to be. Mm. And then Southampton got all, I think their manager got all like this, we're going to make a fight of this. He made some reference to... Uh, it was definitely a reference to Leeds because he was talking about um, we know that the other teams are watching us. Um, we know that people are watching us in their hotels right now. Suffice and um, he needs to maybe calm down a little bit because <laughs> they're third. And if I was third, I'd shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Shots fired. Right, uh, we'll wrap it up there then, and we'll keep it on the three o'clock. And we will be back with uh, with Phil on Monday to pick apart what happened in that game get the view from the press box see if he managed to survive his dreadful trip down awful wasn't it so far raining again does rain seem to rain a lot in Plymouth yeah. House of Stouts has actually said can you show us the rain matches table mm, it was it was pretty relentless not quite as bad as the cup game but mm. it couldn't quite flatten Groves' hair those seafaring folks isn't it living by the ocean mists it was blowing squalls yeah. sea fret they just yes. want any uh, opportunity to wear an oily coat. A sou'wester as well. Yeah, lovely. It's nice to not have Jonathan Pierce on this one anyway. There's that. Yeah, that was a treat. There is that. Um, right, we will wrap it up there. Thank you for joining us on the stream. And if you're listening afterwards, you can get priority access to the match ball as well. For our, It's our endless. We're going to win every game until the end of the season now, isn't it? He says as we Looks that way. prepare to face Leicester in our next game. Um, nine out of nine. Priority access for, uh, for the match ball with our TSB Plus membership, which we appreciate. So if you are supporting us, cheers. And we'll see you in a bit. The Match Ball. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.